Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. So Isaiah 17, God is still talking about the judgment of the nation. So he's going to talk about here, Damascus, right? right. Which was uh, this city that was just north of Israel. Mm-hmm. Um and capital of Assyria, and uh man, what's crazy is is that you know, right after he talks about Damascus, he's going to go back into Israel, right? <laughs> Talking about judgment again, he drives like Richard, <laughs> so he's just going over and over and over again uh throughout the text, and God wasn't pleased with Israel's alliance with Damascus or right. Syria, yeah, um against Assyria, right. and they tried to drag Judah into it, right. and so God wasn't pleased, so that's why he goes into Israel right after this, and he says, on that day, the splendor of Jacob, talking about Israel, will fade, and his healthy body will become emaciated. It will right. be as if a reaper had gathered standing grain, his arm harvesting the heads of grain, and as if one had gleaned heads of grain in uh, Rephaim Valley. Right. And the main point the Bible is trying to make is that the people of God mm. do not look for salvation right. in the same places right. that the world does. Mm, Israel tried to get salvation through a political alliance. Uh, they tried to get saved from the enemies by a political alliance. Right. And God is saying, no. That ain't going to work. That ain't going to work. I'm the only one who can save you. And because of that, y'all can get judged. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. And so, yeah, like, like God is um, serious about that. Just we can't presume upon God's grace just right. because we grew up in church, just because we're in community, right. all those things, and we look into salvation from other places. Right. We need to repent. Today's the day of salvation. Yeah. God is saying for his people. Man, the thing that struck me about this text is that every place that it talks about the judgment of God here, right? Yeah. There's a mention or there's a faint, but the people are going to repent and they are going to turn. And so yeah. you just see this concept. It, where it's been apparent and abundant in previous chapters, especially in 13 to 16, God mm-hmm. is the judge of the whole earth. Mm-hmm. I think here in 17 through 20, you just see, ah, but God's also the savior of the whole earth, Amen. right? So the faint mentions at the end of, uh, what was it, 18 or 19 that, you know, Egypt will return to the Lord. The people yeah. from Cush will bring gifts, gifts right? Yeah. Israel's going to sing these songs in the land that ensures God is the judge of the whole earth. God is the savior of the whole earth. And yeah, judgment, judgment is certain, right? When God speaks a word of judgment, judgment is a certain word, yeah. uh, but judgment isn't God's final word, yeah. right? Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, that's so good, man. Um, I love that even the the fact that you talked about Kush and Egypt, yeah. Kush modern day Ethiopia, Egypt, all having people turn to the Lord from their nations. Right. And um, yeah, Kush. You, we think about the gifts and all that. Think about Matthew, where the wise men right. um, bring the gifts to Jesus, and I think figuratively he's pointing to the fact that Gentiles would do that in the end times. Right. So nineteen comes, mm. and you know it's still talking about judgment. Um. And it says that, you know, basically, in a nutshell, we can tell God's judgment 
by things that are happening right now on earth. Right. So in other words, for you think back to uh, Egypt in the time of the Exodus, mm -hmm. one of the ways you knew Pharaoh was under the judgment of God, yeah. because his heart was hard. Right, right. <laughs> right? Yeah. So in other, like you knew that, and Paul will say in Romans 1, yeah. you are under the wrath of God right. if he just leaves you to, to do right. what you want to do, mm. right? And so it's not just at the end time, you're like, oh no, it's a wrap. Right. But it's like, even now you can see things. And so he'll say here in verse two of 19, I will provoke Egyptians against against Egyptians. Each will fight against his brother and each against his friend. City against city, kingdom against kingdom. Now, I'm not trying to make any contemporary connections to 17th century, 18th century, anything like that. But it seems to be here that one of the ways God's judgment plays out against Egypt right. is that they have a civil war. Right, right, <laughs> right. They, they, they turn against one another. Yep. And we even know that from earlier in the biblical narrative that Israel turned against, they split. Right. right. And they turned against each other. And you could see there that they were not in right standing with God because of that. Same thing here with Egypt. Absolutely. Yeah. The judgment and bringing down a, a nation, right? It's like a house, right? Yeah. There's two ways that a house can fall, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, hurricane or a tornado from outside could make a house fall. Yeah. But, yeah, a bomb on the inside that blows it up, right? Sure. So it's like the end result of being impaled from the outside or imploding from the inside is the same and it's that the house falls. And so, yeah, you just see... God talking about the specific ways that he's going to bring judgment. Yeah. And he even talks about, you know, another way too, he says, the Lord has mixed within her a spirit of confusion. Mm. The leaders have made Egypt stagger in all she does as a drunkard staggers <laughs> in his vomit. And one of the things that you'll see all throughout, I think Isaiah, is that this cup of God's wrath is like wine that mm. makes people go into confusion and right. stagger. So you think about the Exodus. Yeah. The people of Egypt yeah. ran into right. and drowned yeah. in the Red Sea because yeah. God had gave them a spirit of confusion. Right. And so this spirit of confusion is another way that you yeah. can see the judgment of, a, of God is upon you um, on earth. And so they take the cup of God's wrath, but the beauty is in the gospel, Christ takes the cup of God's Amen. wrath. Right. He wasn't confused, but Amen. he did take figuratively the cup of God's wrath Uh us amen yeah yeah let's pray father we thank you that your son took our judgment so that through his death he might provide life to us father i pray that you would help us to live fully inside of that life today not taking it for granted lord but giving you praise and that praise would be the antidote for any remaining pride that we have on the inside it's in jesus name we pray amen